I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. Welcome to 5 to Thrive with Soda Pop Love, an HD Smartcast original. I'm Shraddha, a fashion and lifestyle blogger looking to help you live your best life. From fashion and skincare to physical fitness and mental health. In each episode, I will introduce you to five things you can do to thrive in your life. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. HD you are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Hey ladies, do I have a treat for you today. We have the OG blogger and influencer of India herself who has come on our show to share her experiences. I'm talking about Malini Agarwal of Miss Malini. Not only has she shaped the blogging landscape as we know it today, she has actually used her influence to make an impact by throwing light on various social issues and has done so responsibly. And these are issues that were otherwise being swept under the rug. But not only has she shown a light on them, She's had these difficult conversations and amplified them. Being in the influencer space and trying to talk about social issues through my podcast and Instagram, there's no points for guessing that she's a role model to many. And I personally admire her a lot. And I'm thrilled to have her here. Hey, Malni. Welcome to Five to Thrive. And thank you so much for being here today. How are you doing? Thanks for having me, Shadda. Very, very happy to be here too. So how's the lockdown been for you? I'm actually really getting used to it. I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm working on my second book. I think that oh, wow. uh, initially I thought I wouldn't be able to handle it, but I'm not sure how I'm going to get back to real life after this because I've really gotten into the comfort zone. So it took me some time to figure out what all I wanted to ask you because 12 years is a long time to be blogging and you have seriously made some waves. But these are the five things that I want to know most about and I think my audience would like to know most about. So, first of all, we all know Miss Malini as it is today, but what was the journey from RJ and midday columnist Malini Agarwal to building the brand Miss Malini? Did you ever envision that it would become the giant that it has become today? Uh, well, thanks for that. Well, definitely no, because when I started out, there was no concept of blogging as a career at all. You know, people were hobby, hobby bloggers internationally as well. Mm-hmm. And my journey is that I was a professional backup dancer. Then I worked at MTV on the digital side. I became a radio DJ for many years. Mm-hmm. I worked at Channel V and I used to write a gossip column in midday. So the blog was really just something I did for fun because I really loved to write and I wanted to document all the amazing things that I was experiencing. Mm-hmm. And at that time, since it didn't really exist as a you know proper business or career, I could never have envisioned this. But I think a lot of it is being in the right place at the right time. Uh, all the skills I learned with all the different jobs that I had, which is why I always tell everyone, try as many things as possible because you'll only know what you really like to do uh, once you know what you don't like to do. And I really, really um, feel I learned so much in the process that I was able to equip myself with the tools to actually build 
a digital bra brand and become uh, a digital entrepreneur. But to answer your question, no, I had absolutely no idea. <laughs> so what were some breakthrough points that thrilled you? You know, like there are always these moments where there's a, either a celebrity collaboration or a brand deal that comes through. So what were like the first couple of things that you were like, oh my God, you know, or how did this happen to me? I guess, you know, when I initially started out and this is way before influencer marketing, even this word influencer didn't exist, even though mm -hmm. looking back now, Miss Malini started off as an influencer. Mm -hmm. um, I think very first one that came along was a few months into blogging, Levi's got in touch with me and they said, we'd like to fly you to Delhi and we'd like to do something about different body fits and body, body positivity. So wow. one, I was thrilled that somebody's doing something about body positivity. And two, I was really amazed that they were going to fly me to Delhi to come and do this because blogging was so nascent wow. so that was really something um, and then I guess all you know especially when you look at the Bollywood trajectory from not really knowing anyone in Bollywood from doing my radio show where I would interview Bollywood celebrities to actually getting to be on film sets getting exclusives and you know being face to face with you know some of everybody's favorite icons were definitely pinch me moments mm -hmm. and then you know I think one of the highlights is really you know my book launch being able to write my own memoir which yeah. you never think you know everyone thinks I have a book in me one day but writing a book is is uh, very time consuming it takes a lot of effort it's quite scary because you can't go back and edit it once it's released true, so, true. so I guess all of these there have been so many amazing moments I've met such incredible people um, meeting Ariana Huffington who's one of my role models was definitely wow. a highlight for me yeah. uh, collaborating with the Thrive Foundation all of these things have been just incredible Wow, what a journey. So the brand Miss Malini has always been synonymous with a strong woman, which is of course you. And you built an incredible following. How have you used your influence to empower women? I guess, you know, over the years, um, I guess one of the basic ways to empower women is to be a woman leader. You know, I think you don't have to go out and say something specific or go on some kind of march to say I'm empowering women. A lot of it is leading by example. But over the years, we've done so many different things. But in the last two years, I'm very, very proud to have built something called Malinese Girl Tribe, which is now a community of almost 50,000 women. And I really encourage you to come and take a look and see the kind of conversations we have there. Yeah. And, and that's one of those things that I try to explain to people once you're part of it for women. It's just such a rewarding experience. And I think the biggest problem we've always faced as women online in India is it's very difficult to to use social media impactfully or comfortably because there's so much negativity, there's trolling, there's sexual harassment. So which is why we've done a couple of things where we built this safe space for women where you can talk about everything and you're always met with empathy and kindness. Um, and aside from that, we also launched the Ignore No More online campaign, which yeah. actively encourages women to speak up against sexual harassment. Yeah, which is so important. I think we've all seen a surge of it, especially during the lockdown. So social media has been termed an addiction, but it's clearly so much more now. It's, it's a part of our everyday lives, like eating or sleeping. And there are so many people who compromise on eating and sleeping and instead are on social media. What impact do you think social media is capable of? And how would you advise people to consume social media responsibly? I think social media is literally a replica, an alternate universe of, you know, real life. And I think the biggest mistake we make is we don't treat it that way. Mm -hmm. We behave a certain way in the real world. We're polite. We say please and thank you. We don't stare at people. We don't invade their conversations, but we don't apply the same rules in real life. And that's literally what my second book is about on, you know, being the accidental trolls, even all of us think of ourselves as good people. But if you were to compare your behavior online within real life, you'll notice that maybe you've been an accidental troll too. Yeah. I think the most important thing um, is to step back and realize 
what the purpose of social media was. It was to be able to amplify your relationships, your network, your connections, and enhance your life and not become a tool for fatigue or making you feel bad about yourself or validation. So the biggest step I'd ask everyone to take is step away from looking for all your validation from social media, because that's not ever going to satisfy you. And as much as you may compare yourself with other people's perfect lives, you have to realize that not everyone's is perfect. In fact, nobody's life is perfect. You're just seeing a curation of their highlights, you know, just as if in real life, I only told you about the great things that happened to me and you wouldn't know whether I've suffered some kind of setback or illness or financial worries, you wouldn't know that. Nobody posts about those things. So I think the most important rule, which I apply as well in my blog, is very simple. It's never write something online that you can't say to somebody's face. And that's such a great filter for anything that you do, whether you're creating content or you're commenting on someone else or you're interacting with other people. It's really, it's, some, it's a similar con uh, concept to only behave with other people the way you want them to behave with you, but it's an extension of that. And very often we're just not sure because we're so used to treating the internet as a dumping ground for our negative emotions. Yep. But this one filter will really, I think, make a big difference to everyone. True. And it's such a simple thought, but it can make such a huge impact. It's you know. Absolutely. Um, okay. So I'm going to switch the point of view now since you're the OG influencer of India, as influencers, we're all constantly under pressure to create content, post every day, engage with followers, look at the numbers. So what is your advice or tips for the influencers on influencing? I guess the most important piece of advice is be authentic. The reason why people have come to you and they follow you and they love you so much is because you resonated with them, you know, more than sometimes even their favorite celebrities. And it was a two-way interaction. And again, I bring you back to real life. As an influencer, you have a responsibility to set the right example. You have the responsibility of connecting back with your audience. That's why people love social media. It's a two-way street. True. And Again, as an influencer, realize that if you're just going around talking about yourself and you're not interacting or giving back, then that's the same mistake as in real life having a party and not talking to anyone who comes. <laughs> so it's really about applying these same rules. If you were just to compare, you know, it's the same thing. Like you wouldn't go out, hand out your business card and then never pick up the phone. Yeah. So it's really quite simple. Behave online as you would in real life. Yeah. Be the kind of influence and role model you want to be for the younger sibling, sibling. And it doesn't necessarily always need to be on a serious topic. It doesn't always need to be preachy, but I think empathy and kindness go a wrong way. I think a lot of influencers today do that. And I'm very mm -hmm. happy to see people like Project Takoli, yeah. Kusha Kapila. They're such great proponents of positivity and I admire them so much for it because they're so young, but they have so much wisdom and insight in the kind of content that they create. Yeah, true. In fact, uh, your point about party, there's a quote that I read just earlier today about throwing yourself a birthday party, inviting like a hundred people and talking to no one. So that yeah. really resonated as well. Um, okay, so my last question, you've already done so much and uh, what's in store for Miss Malini for the future? So we're really excited because we're going to be launching the Girl Tribe app soon. And I think oh, wow. it's something that's much needed because a lot of people are not on Facebook. A lot of people would yeah. like to connect in a different way. And we're going to enable a lot more features and um, things that people can do when they interact with each other. I'm super excited about it because yeah. I've seen that social media can be a beautiful, rewarding, comforting, inspirational space if it's used right. Yeah. Uh, so the Girl Tribe is definitely growing. We're definitely going to be expanding on the Ignore No More online campaign where we really want to enable people 
people and educate them. So it's not just about punishing perpetrators. It's about educating people about their rights. A lot of these people who are trolling or doing sexual harassment are young underage boys. So I think one of the things we want to work on is also um, an online gender sensitization program to really help educate people because we thought that real life lessons would be enough. Yeah. But we've seen that they're not. Yeah. And just because the world has opened up to that size and scale, we're not able to protect ourselves or educate everyone. So we need to go back to the drawing board and fix that. So that's one of our goals. Like I said, I'm working on my second book. Yeah. And um, I guess the world keeps evolving. So, you know, yeah. we didn't expect to be doing so much content only virtually, but we started yeah. doing that. So within the Girl Tribe, we're very happy that we're able to connect with women from all over the world, over a hundred countries, where wow. we do virtual happy hours. We do really fun, you know, so we're doing one with Masaba Masaba to launch her red carpet show that she's mm-hmm. launching, something with Shabana Azmi, giving people the chance to have interactions during the lockdown that they never would have in real life. And the goal here is to, you know, for people to look back at their lockdown and say, hey, something magical happened during that time. And it wasn't just stressful. So true. And what about for Malini Agarwal exclusively? What's in store for the future? <laughs> well, I got a puppy and that's a pretty big move. So I guess that being is... a puppy parent, um, like I said, writing the second book and, you know, leaving some kind of legacy that means something. I've always lived online. People know me as a Bollywood blogger, but I haven't been a blogger for so many years. We have a team uh-huh. that does that now. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I just want to be someone who uh, is remembered for enhancing empathy and kindness online. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your experiences with us, Malni. This has been a very insightful episode for me. Um, Especially during the lockdown, we've seen so many social issues get amplified, whether it's cyberbullying or domestic violence. And it's incredible that you're out there sharing not only information, but also supporting those who are affected and truly using your influence responsibly. I'm saying it again, as well as encouraging your tribe to amplify the message. It was amazing having you here, Malini. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Shraddha. And thanks everyone for listening. And like I said, please come join Malini's Girl Tribe. You'll find a lot of support there. Please follow the Ignore No More online campaign. It's such a rewarding feeling to know that you can actually do something uh, about online harassment and you can do things even guys who are listening it's not about guys versus girls you can join the conversation you can help report um and you know we can really make the internet a kinder place to live in well malni seems to have said it all and there's nothing really left for me to say but if you're a woman or identify as one definitely check out malni's girl tribe group on facebook where you can connect with other women in a safe and supportive environment i'll see you guys next week Bye. So, that's it from me. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like the podcast, share it with your friends and subscribe to my show to stay up to date with all the upcoming episodes. There are some fun ones lined up. To listen to more interesting podcasts about various topics, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. And you can also share your thoughts and suggestions about today's episode on Instagram at the rate soda dot pop dot love and Twitter at the rate soda underscore pop underscore love or at the rate HD Smartcast on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll see you guys next week with a brand new episode. Bye. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast. 
Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.